Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. In its issue 68, Passager published a short story by Massachusetts writer Sean Patrick McCarthy titled An Empty Sky. Here are some excerpts. Carter took Lila's hand and started down the path beneath the archway of colored lights. The carols stopped as soon as they entered the building, sealed off outside, and the heat, the warmth, hit them with a rush as the door swung shut. The lights in the room were bright, and the room was decorated with trees and lights and elves and snowmen and wreaths. A model of the park, complete with the train that traveled about the perimeter, was set up against the far wall, and just past the restroom was a green felt carpet, a large high-backed chair looking like a throne. A camera with a tripod stood before it, the chair empty, the photographer nowhere in sight. There were stacks of wrapped presents tied with ribbons. Props, Carter thought, empty boxes. It had to be late. The room almost looked like a stage set in between the plays, waiting for the player's return. Carter heard a noise, and suddenly a snow machine turned on, shooting up fake snow into the sky to fall upon the train set and the miniature village. "'Where's the old man, Daddy?' she suddenly asked. "'What old man?' "'Claws!' Carter listened for noise. Something. Anything. "'Maybe he's taking a break.' In the potty? Maybe. Lila looked at the empty chair again. So he doesn't pee his pants. There was a noise then from a room out back, the door marked for employees, a cough, and then a muffled curse. Lila gazed up at Carter. It's him, she said. But when the door opened, the man who came out wore no red suit, no white beard. His face was red, though, hardened by drink or working in the elements, and he wore a blue trucker's vest over a sweatshirt and overalls, all stained with either grease or soot. Something black. He wore a knit cap, too, the old New England Patriots logo, Pat Patriot down in a three-point stance on the front. He was a big man with a barrel chest and ice-blue eyes. He had to be in his late fifties, early sixties. He's a dirty man, Daddy, Lila said. He must live in a dirty house. Maybe he came down the chimney, Carter said. The man wiped his hands with a rag and raised his chin as his eyes caught sight of them, and he started across the room. We were just about to close up in here, folks, he said. We're looking for Claus, said Lila. Santa Claus, the man said. Lila nodded. The man stopped and leaned over, bringing his eyes to Lila's. Well, he was here, but he had to go. A lot of work for him to do tonight. It's the busiest night of the year for him, little lady. He's going to bring me a Tickle Me Elmo, Lila said. Oh, I saw his bag, and he has a lot of Tickle Me Elmos this year, the man said. The elves were coming and going with them. You seem like a really nice little girl, so I bet one was yours. Carter thought he caught the faint smell of booze, but couldn't be sure. And what was more, he couldn't blame the guy. Working Christmas Eve, the park empty and cold. And I bet Santa has a nice snow shovel to give your daddy and maybe some pretty perfume to give your mummy, the man continued. Lila smiled. He can't. Well, why not? the man asked. Because she's dead, 
said Lila. The man hesitated a moment, mouth open. Well, I guess Santa will just have to give her a present in heaven then, he said. Light displays were set up throughout the bogs. Snowmen, elves, Santas and reindeer, candy houses, Christmas trees, characters from Disney, most of them appearing to move as they blinked on and off. Carter pointed each one out as it came into view, and Lila would smile, and then look back off towards the sky, the stars bright in the vast, cold darkness. It was a beautiful winter sky, Carter thought, perfect for Christmas Eve. He kissed the top of Lila's head. It's a good thing the sky is empty tonight. That will make it easier for Santa Claus. Lila was breathing slowly now, her eyes beginning to close. The sky is never empty, Daddy, she whispered. That's what makes it beautiful. Excerpts from Sean Patrick McCarthy's short story, An Empty Sky, which Passager published in its issue 68. To subscribe to Passager or learn more about its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. Before we end this episode of Burning Bright, here's Passager's indispensable editorial assistant, Roseanne Singer. Reading and answering emails that come to Passager is anything but routine. Almost daily, the passion, urgency, and commitment of the Passager community comes through in those messages. As a small literary press, Passager has brought together a worldwide community of writers, readers, and listeners. To keep doing all that, we need your support. Even a small donation can go a long way to sustaining us. Go to PassagerBooks.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. It's the season of giving. We hope you'll give to Passager. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore.